Howdy, folks. Welcome to A Green Way Forward, the weekly program where we look at issues and events, but specifically through the prism of the four pillars of the International Green Party movement. The purpose of this program is to engage ourselves and our viewers and our listeners with imagining what it would like to have the peaceful, just, democratic, and ecologically sustainable society we so desperately need and so richly deserve. And we challenge ourselves to ask, how can we make the Green Party the electoral arm for the movements for peace, justice, democracy, and ecology? It's my pleasure to be bringing to you this program with Dr. Rodolfo Cortez Badrigan, uh, who is a longtime social change agent and currently a candidate for U.S. Congress. Rodolfo, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, David. So, Rodolfo, why don't we start by giving you an opportunity to simply introduce yourself uh, to the viewers and listeners of A Green Way Forward. Of course. Um, so, um, hello, everyone. Uh, so, my name, again, is Rodolfo Cortez Barrigan. Uh, so, I moved uh, to the United States uh, from Mexico. Mexico when I was a child. Uh, we moved uh, right into Congressional District 40 and to the community of uh, Downey, California. Um, so I grew up uh, in, you know, there in the community and uh, my family is still there. I'm still there. Um, so um, it's a community that um, has you know, been facing a lot of difficulties, a lot of problems, uh, a lot of economic, uh, ecological pollution problems. And, you know, growing up there, I thought, well, why are we not doing better? And then, you know, I, I researched a little bit, uh, you know, who our representative in the U.S. Congress was. And it was um, uh, Mrs. Roybal Allard. Uh, she has been there for a very long time. Uh, and so I thought, okay, well, she's there. Uh, and maybe she'll still be there in the future. Let's see what happens. Uh, but I, that really got me thinking about, you know, what are the changes that could be uh, made possible into the community to have a better, better outcome? So then I, you know, I went off to college and uh, graduate school uh, at Stanford, uh, which was a great experience where I you know, learned about psychology and uh, did a lot of research uh, and really got involved politically uh, because I thought it would be very important uh, to use that knowledge that I was gaining in a formal capacity uh, to try to you know, help the community, which, you know, uh, it's a, highly polluted, impoverished uh, community that we have in Southeast Los Angeles in District uh, 40. So, you know, I decided, you know, let's, uh, I'll try to be a candidate. And here I am today, and I want to push for positive change uh, through a, you know, a green uh, future that we could be happy with. And, you know, uh, Rodolfo, one of the things that I think is really important is that you went to UC Berkeley, then you went to Stanford. These are some of the premier institutions uh, that this uh, not only California offers, but anywhere in the entire country or the world. And you decided to go back to Southeast Los Angeles uh, to live and make your life. Uh, so I just want to acknowledge and applaud that. Uh, I also want to just point out that uh, the incumbent that you're running against, the Democrat, has, quote, represented the district since 1993, but she's actually the daughter of the former congressperson. So this is basically a political dynasty that has existed for over 50 years in a community where things just seem to keep getting worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yes. So the Robel, uh Dynasty, as, as you're calling them, yes, uh, they have been there for uh, 50 plus years. Uh, they are 
there are schools named after them, learning centers, um, federal buildings, hospitals. Um, so yes, they are an institution. Uh, however, while the Robel family has had great uh, personal success, uh, for example, uh, the incumbent, my, my opponent, Lucille Robert Allard, she has four houses. You know, uh, the people in the district uh, can barely afford one. Um, and by the way, that fourth house is not just a house, is it? <laughs> no, it is not at all. Uh, it is a very nice um, you know, living situation that she has up in Lake Arrowhead. Uh, Families are going homeless. You know, there's seniors. Um, you know, I know many seniors in the community that uh, can barely afford uh, their rent, uh, and certainly, you know, students and families simply cannot uh, keep up with the high rising costs of living in LA County and especially in this area. Uh, yeah, she's buying up new houses. She's doing quite well. Uh, so her personal success has not really translated into communal success. In fact, that house is a mansion, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yes, it is. So oh, are far away. And, and it's not even in the district, is it? Oh, no, it's very far. So, uh, Rodolfo, uh, what got you started in uh, electoral politics? Uh, yeah, so I've, uh, since I was a child, I've been very, very uh, intrigued by the movement. You know, I'm saying high school, I followed it very closely. Uh, with Dennis Kucinich, you know, was someone who excited me. Uh, and then later on, um, I, you know, I was a Democrat for a very long time, uh, including in 2016 uh, with, uh, with Bernie Sanders, uh, who I was an extremely enthusiastic uh, supporter for. Um, I did everything possible I could have done uh, per, on a personal level uh, to help uh, Mr. Sanders uh, become elected. Unfortunately, well, you know, we know everything that happened there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, at the what convention. What do you think happened there in, in the Democratic Party primary of 2016? I'm sorry, say that again? What do you think happened in that primary? You said we all know what happened there. What do you think happened there? <laughs> um, so we saw that uh, the Democratic Party is an apparatus that can – it's um, – it's impossible, uh, it seems, to, quote, take it over or to co-opt it for, you know, progressive revolutionary purposes. Uh, Mr. Sanders, uh, you know, really put up the strongest possible fight uh, that I think uh, that could have happened. Uh, and yet uh, he was unable to, you know, breach that castle in a way that truly uh, was helpful for the working class, for the community. Uh, so we, we saw that the, you know, the Democratic Party is a small, tightly knit uh, set of people that decide on policy for the rest of uh, you know, half the nation and certainly the entire nation when they happen to be in power. Uh, so they are completely bought out by corporate interests. Uh, they have no interest whatsoever in truly representing the people. Uh, and we saw that extremely plainly uh, with, you know, things like the Washington Post posting 16 stories against uh, Senator Sanders in one day. Uh, and the entire corporate um, establishment in America was against, uh, against the candidacy. Uh, so it truly became an issue of it cannot be overcome. Uh, hence, uh, because of that, uh, I decided to go on over to the Green Party. Uh, you know, 
Folks, you're watching and or listening to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb. We're speaking with Rodolfo Cortez Berrigan, who's running for U.S. Congress on the Green Party ticket in the state of California. I want to remind folks that this audience continues to grow thanks to people like you. Please go to the website, agreenwayforward.org, and sign up so we can continue to keep you abreast of upcoming shows, who the guests will be what issues we'll be talking about. In addition to that, we'll be sharing you the various ways with which you can access this platform. Yes, we are on Facebook live stream, but we also do podcasts. We're on iTunes and various other podcast uh, platforms. So please go to the website, agreenwayforward.org and sign up. Uh, and I encourage anyone who's watching live at the moment uh, to use the comment section. And already, Rodolfo, we've gotten uh, a couple of comments. I want to take one or two. Sandy writes in to say, our green movement needs to be far-reaching, like the students' marches and now the teachers that are organizing across the U.S. We need to join them. What are your thoughts there? Um, yeah, so absolutely. We need to uh, reach out. Uh, there's a wide uh, movement all around the country because people are desperate for political change. Uh, so yeah, there's an issue like you know, right now with, with the teachers. Um, it's very important uh, for, you know, say, us in the Green Party to point out uh, that uh, the struggles of the teachers, you know, where are they coming from? You know, they, it's a, through a set of decisions that have been made by the establishment, by, you know, two parties, uh, the, the business party, the Democrats and the Republicans. They have had policies that have not been helpful to the community, to regular people, to teachers, to students. Uh, and now we are seeing the effects such as, you know, the pay. Uh, so pay needs absolutely to increase, for example. And so we can say we in the Green Party are certainly uh, the electoral um, arm of that movement, you know, it's, it's there. Um, and Rodolfo, I really like the way you said that. And thank you, Sandy, for, for writing in with that comment and that question, because uh, Rodolfo says that the Green Party should and needs to be the electoral arm of those movements. And I think that's something very important is to recognize that there is, a, there are growing movements for peace, for uh, justice, uh, for uh, environmental protection and ecology. Uh, these movements are are getting larger, they're getting stronger, they're getting better organized, and it is up to us in the Green Party uh, to identify and support good candidates like Rodolfo Cortez Berrigan uh, in order to champion these causes. Because, Rodolfo, uh, I actually got to know uh, you. You not only dim exited, but you Green entered in a big way uh, in 2016, didn't you? Absolutely. Um, so I, as soon as um, Mr. Sanders gave his speech, I thought, okay, well, <laughs> if Mr. Sanders cannot, uh, will not dim exit at, the, at this convention that's happening at the Wells Fargo Center, it is time for a bold new direction. We need to go out into the streets which is where Jill Stein was, uh, and you know, join in that movement to really try to carry forward the ideals and really chart a new, <laughs> bold new direction, uh, because that's absolutely what we need. So yes, ever since then, I've been highly active uh, in green politics and green, uh, the green movement, uh, the California Green Party. I've become uh, more 
um, you know, serving in this committee and that committee, but we absolutely need to, uh, you know, to support uh, movements uh, like the Green Party because otherwise uh, the Democrats and the Republicans can simply not be relied upon, trusted uh, to deliver the positive change that we need. So we absolutely need to support uh, the alternative, which is the Green Party. Uh, you know, we are there with uh, with the ballot access throughout. Um, in, in most of the country, and uh, we are we can certainly get it done because we have the values that are needed uh, to fix the society that the business party has broken. And you know, Rodolfo, one of the things that I've really appreciated about uh, getting to know you is, uh, yes, you got involved in organizing the sort of the structures of the Green Party, uh, but but that's not all. Uh, I know that you and your colleagues and comrades uh, engage uh, in delivering uh, toiletries and food uh, to houseless people uh, in your district. Uh, you you bring uh, uh, you know clothing and so forth. Can you say a little bit about what your experience in your local there in uh, South Central Los Angeles and South uh, in East LA? What y'all have been doing? Uh, yeah, so the community, um, so first of all, here I want to you know, give a very prominent shout out to uh, to Kenneth Mejia, who is running over in the next district, uh, because he has been instrumental um, in bringing forward um, the movement to really try to make sure that, uh, yes, the people that are the victims of the capitalist system, uh, to the greatest extent, those that are uh, on the streets, uh, have some um, have some basic dignity. That's what we need. We need dignity. Uh, so yes, the Greens have been very active um, out there trying to help the community. So we go out and we, you know, we clean the parks. Uh, there's a lot of trash. You know, we need to uh, care more about the environment. We deliver yes toiletries uh, to the uh, to the community. We raise funds for that. Backpacks for kids. All of these are um, you know things that need to be. Uh, need to be done because the well certainly the government is not doing it and private charity is not enough so we um so yeah there's a lot of uh things that are going on in la the other things that we're very involved in are um so say tenants um strikes uh recently i write recently attended the tenant strikes so you know right rents are just going uh, through the roof uh, and this is hurting the most vulnerable members of our society um, and our elected representatives are not doing anything about it and you know what they're all democrats all of them uh, because this is uh, one of the most blue area bluest areas of the, the entire country um, so that's why the greens are out there with the people uh, making sure that they know that we are there to you know to deliver uh, to be an electoral arm uh, for the movement if you know Thankfully, hopefully some of them and, come become candidates. And Rodolfo, you've already gotten some enthusiasm. Lupe writes in to say, yes, we need Dr. Rodolfo Cortez Berrigan to work for our communities and make a positive change for our society. So you're already getting some uh, love and, and respect here. I do also want to shift a little bit uh, into your program because in your uh, on your website, uh, Rodolfo for congress.com you talk about a green new deal uh, tell us what you mean when you when you call for a livable future and what is a green new deal for you absolutely um, so it's important to recognize that at this moment in the, pre- the present um, we don't have much of a livable future um, there are a lot of crises that are 
uh, compounding upon each other uh, to make the future and the present uh, unlivable. Uh, the climate crisis is one. The crisis of capitalism is another. Um, people are suffering. More and more people are uh, at risk from, uh, from dying from so many uh, money-made causes. Uh, so we need a Green New Deal. Uh, what a Green New Deal is, is a set of, uh, of bills uh, that become legislation um, that will deliver uh, immediate relief, uh, certainly for low-income Americans. Uh, so we need to do this because it's the right moral thing to do, and it's, I mean, it's just good for our society. Uh, right now, um, every, uh, many things are falling apart. Um, people are going homeless. Well, we need to employ people uh, to build homes. We can deliver homes for people. We can solve the problem of homelessness. We absolutely can and must do it. It's the morally, ethically uh, right thing to do. Uh, we need to take care of our uh, students' education. So we need bills to make sure that students have uh, the resources they need. So I mean, I'll tell you myself. I have, uh, you know, despite the, you know, I went to yes, I went to Berkeley and Stanford, and I had got great help from um, from various institutions and some from the federal government. I'm still $40,000 in student debt. Um, so that's quite a bit. Um, and, you know, a lot of the people in my generation, right in the middle of the millennial generation, uh, people are hurting and are unable to start their lives because uh, we have this student debt hanging over our heads. Uh, so all of that, uh, you know, those are just two components of the Green New Deal. And of course, probably the third one is we need to uh, care far more about um, our earth uh, than we currently are because we truly need to realize that it's a habitat. It's not just where we live. It's our habitat, which means that we can totally destroy it. You know, when species run out their habitat, they take, they consume all the resources, the species die. Uh, well, we are... Um, well on the way uh, to using up uh, the resources that we need here. And that's causing you know, many problems uh, throughout you know, the entire, entire globe. And we can see them and it's going to get worse and worse. And uh, we need bold action uh, to fix the climate crisis, to really heal the climate. Uh, so all of that is included in the Green New Deal. You know, we need a way to make sure that our population is employed so that we can have a just future. Um, and we can do it through the Green New Deal with, um, with the basic income to make sure that people have, um, have that ability to survive. Folks, you're watching and or listening to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb. We're speaking with Dr. Rodolfo Cortez Bettergan, a Green Party member who is running for U.S. Congress uh, to represent uh, East L.A. Uh, Rodolfo, Jeff writes in to ask, what efforts has your campaign made to gain media attention in a system that is so stacked in favor of the two corporate main parties? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, uh, one of the uh, great, th uh, interesting things about this campaign um, is that um, I nobody else signed up uh, to challenge the incumbent. Uh, so this is an interesting uh, new um, this has never happened before, uh, certainly in this congressional district. So it's me versus a Democrat. So uh, thankfully, recently I've been uh, received uh, many notes uh, asking, uh, you know, for interviews, and people just are curious, like what what is the Green Party doing uh, here in you know, Southeast Los Angeles, where so many Democrats? So there's a lot of uh, efforts underway to get these alternative uh, perspectives just out there, um, and so I, I'm very I'm very thankful for that. So Dan writes in to say, or to ask you, Rodolfo, what issues can be tapped into so that we can bring people on the left together? How can we create unity and start winning elections 
and most importantly, address the numerous crises that we are now facing to implement these kind of radical solutions. So uh, how can we start to work together across left unity to win elections? It, it can be a challenge, right, especially if there are multiple uh, candidates um, uh, from different parties, for example. Um, well, uh, I think one very important thing is to at least try to talk with one another. Um, oftentimes, uh, we isolate ourselves into one particular uh, group or another. Um, I happen to attend uh, many uh, events uh, as often as I can. Uh, I attend uh, some Democrat Party events, Green Party events, uh, Socialist Party events. Um, I want to expose myself, and we need to expose ourselves to these uh, to these people. It's, uh, this is a theme. Uh, we must uh, talk across these divides uh, because that can actually oftentimes result in our new understanding that we're actually not uh, as opposed as we might think we are. Um, so, you know, I have reached out to progressives and they reached out to me. And now um, I think uh, there's a shared understanding that we must uh, push uh, certain strategic races uh, forward and uh have the most progressive people we absolutely can. Uh, so I'm lucky that in this uh, particular race that I'm running in, there's no one else running uh, against the establishment Democrat. Uh, so that that is not uh, itself an issue in, in my race. Uh, so what races. we have is a full on corporate uh, Democrat uh, versus a progressive green. So uh, you've got a clear way forward there. You know, Carmen writes in to say student loan forgiveness and a federal job guarantee now. Seems like she might be looking at your website or alpha. Yes, yes. We absolutely need those. Um, I mean, in the community, um, in Commercial District 40, uh, there's thousands upon thousands of young people uh, and older people that are unemployed, but desperately they want to work. Uh, you know, they want to have that dignity of a job and they need it uh, for their families. And we can absolutely have uh, a federal jobs guarantee, uh, which means that the federal government uh, can um, you know, provide the funds so that local governments can um, establish what it is that they need to be done and then have money to pay people. Um, you know, I, I always go back to, for example, one, one example is, uh, you know, instead of having um, t- teenagers, the first job be at a place like McDonald's or something like that, how about we give them a job uh, reading to, you know, to fifth graders, to, you know, to third graders. This is, this would be a good socially, um, a, geared program. Uh, so there's a lot of opportunities for jobs that we're not seeing and that our leaders, the establishment is not addressing. Uh, but we have a lot of people looking for jobs and we can certainly provide them with a job on that basic income so that we can have a, a dignified lifestyle. Rodolfo, you call for a literal reorganization of society. Tell us what you mean by that. Um, yes. Um, so over the last few hundred years, um, there was a disorganization of society, in my view. Uh, if you look back uh, throughout our evolutionary history, we were a far more egalitarian species uh, than we have been over the last uh, few hundred years. And that's because uh, we allowed greed uh, to take on over as a motivational factor for people. Um, and so then people then just started pursuing that, uh, that coin, that dollar, that uh, whatever it is. Um, so no, I think that we need to st- step back from that and really uh, think about the social aspect of our lives to promote uh, equality and uh, egalitarianism. Uh, we need to treat each other 
in that manner because that's actually what we uh, what our deep evolutionary uh, tendency is uh, what we've been witnessing as far as greed for the last few hundred years is purely an aberration so we absolutely need to uh, reorganize society we need to break up the big corporations that are just uh, you know they, they're anti-competitive and they're wrecking the environment they're wrecking society um, through you know wage slavery and so many other uh, things that they do, negative things to do on the environment. Um, so we, uh, yeah, we need to establish pay limits for CEOs. Those are just some of the things on, on that component of my platform. So Dale writes in to ask, how are you going to pay for all this? Meaning the social program. What's your answer to that? Um, yes. Yeah, so um, I am, uh, I've been reading a lot and trying to learn from different people, economists, uh, mainly, and um, so, for example, from uh, Bernie Sanders um, at Stony Brook University, Stephanie Kelton. So she argues uh, that, well, uh, what does Congress need to do in order to fund a program? It needs to write a bill, call an appropriations bill, and then a, few, a little bit later in the year, an authorizations bill. And this uh, bill essentially allows uh, for uh, for the creation of that money. Uh, to so that the treasurer can spend it into the economy, into the various departments. Um, so you know we can afford it. Uh, we can afford these wonderful social programs in the same way that we can afford, um, you know, giving Lockheed Martin and Raytheon uh, billions of dollars uh, so that they can make these uh, war machines. Right? Our tax money has uh, tax dollars have not our taxes have not not gone up uh, to pay for all these wars that we're in for the seven hundred billion dollar um, defense budget that Trump now has. Uh, our taxes didn't go up for that. Uh, Congress willed the funds into existence. Um, so that's uh, how we would do it. Sort of like how Jeremy Corbyn said that, you know, we can give homeless people a house in the UK. So we, we can do it. Right. So uh, we've only got time for one more topic. So I want to make sure that we touched upon your concept of restructuring the U.S. government and transforming the government. Uh, what, what do you mean by that? Sure. Uh, so the overarching theme is that um, I want to encourage uh, grassroots democracy, which is one of the key values of the Green Party. Uh, and I want to encourage the democratic values. So right now we have a system of government uh, where, uh, where the regular people are just simply not being represented. Um, so we need to find ways to make it so that people feel represented and truly are. Uh, so some of my proposals there are we need more representatives. Uh, we have too few uh, we need far more. The, we have uh, a Senate that doesn't listen to the people. We need to get rid of the Senate. It's anti-democratic. Um, you can look up all sorts of arguments um, about why that's the case. It truly is. So, yeah, people can look look on there. Um, there's I propose bold changes uh, <laughs> to the U.S. Constitution. Uh, Rodolfo, we've had several people write in. Javier uh, just most recently wrapped in and said, this is great. How can we help him? So... Uh, uh, Rodolfo, how can viewers and listeners of A Green Way Forward help you? Thank you so much, yeah, for that. Um, so uh, there are two main ways by which people outside of the, the, the area can get involved. Um, so go to RodolfoForCongress.com. There's a tab there that says Volunteer. Um, so phone banking is going to win this election uh, because uh, that's how we you know, reach the most voters. And we don't even need to reach that many voters. It's a very low turnout area. So please sign up for phone banking or anything else. And of course, uh, if you can donate uh, whatever um, you know, small sum or large sum that you may, you may, you may have there, uh, you can link uh, do it right online. Uh, that would be um, very tremendous help. Your money uh, in this election goes very far because 
um, it's a very low going to be a very low turnout election, and we can absolutely win it. It's an extremely winnable race. Uh, so once again, Rodolfo, the the the, pro, the program just flew by. Uh, it's been such a pleasure having you on as a guest. I want to give you an opportunity for your final thoughts. Absolutely. Um, so everybody, um, our society uh, faces too many challenges. Sometimes it's very difficult to even know where to start to try to fix them. Um, but I think that if we had a person in, in the U.S. Congress uh, who is truly committed uh, to humanism, uh, to caring uh, for the community, for the planet, uh, I would classify that myself as a person who cares about that. I, I care about having a future uh, for, the, for the world, for the species. Currently, our future is in the process of falling apart. Uh, we need uh, bold and immediate changes. So um, I hope uh, if I was given the privilege to serve, uh, is that I would be able to use the status, the privilege of that position uh, to empower the people so that we can build a better future um, than the ones that our, our current elected officials have given us, which is no future at all. Folks, you've been watching and or listening to A Green Way Forward. I'm your host, David Cobb, and we've been talking to Dr. Rodolfo Cortez Berrigan, who is running for U.S. Congress to represent uh, Southeast L.A., on the Green Party ticket. I want to thank Dr. Bergen for joining us. I'd like to thank executive producer Michael O'Neill, who makes this program possible. I want to thank you, the viewer listener. Remember, we're getting larger, stronger, and more powerful every day because of people like you. And as always, uh, with a hat tip to Gil Scott Heron, who said, the revolution will not be televised. But I'll add, it can be brought to you by non-corporately sources of news, information, and analysis. A Green Way Forward aspires to be one of those sources. We ask you to share this program with your family and friends. Share the podcast if you're listening to it that way. Share the live stream if you're watching it that way. And if you're watching video in some other platform, share that other platform. I want to thank you all for what you're doing. Keep on keeping on. Peace. A Greenway Forward is produced by David Cobb and Michael O'Neill. Go to agreenwayforward.org for links to our podcast feed and iTunes subscription, plus more ways to listen. Our live stream is graciously hosted by the official Dr. Jill Stein Facebook page on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. The music for this episode is Keep Sit Real by Player 2, available under Creative Commons license from the Free Music Archive. 